Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Cloud Security Alliance's podcast series, CSA Security Updates. I'm your host, John DeMarias. CSA is the world's leading organization dedicated to defining and raising awareness of best practices to help ensure a secure cloud computing environment. We harness the subject matter expertise of industry, associations, governments, and our members to offer the best in research, education, certification, events, and products. Hello, everyone, and welcome to CSA Security Update. I am your host, John DeMaria, and we have a special guest today from within CSA. John Yo, our Global Vice President of Research. So let's give a nice welcome to John. John, hello. How are you? Hello, Mr. John DeMaria. Thanks for <laughs> making me your special guest. Uh, yeah, you're all special <laughs> to me. <laughs> um, and uh, but we, no, we don't <laughs> normally have internal guests. Uh, but, uh, you know, the reason I wanted to have you on is because research is such a big part of what CSA does. Yet, in some cases, I get the feeling that you know it's kind of one of those best kept secrets in terms of the amount of effort that goes into it uh, and the output. You know, sort of, you know, that you know how the people interact with with everything behind the scenes, the processes that produce, you know, all that great material. Uh, that not only our members are involved in and take advantage of, but non-members as well. And so, you know, maybe you could start us out by providing, you know, sort of an overview of the research mm-hmm. group, its breadth, and, you know, how you operate. Oh, yeah, you bet. That sounds like a great start. Uh, we've been around for over 10 years now, right? And we've established a pretty incredible community uh, these are smart, forward-thinking people, just motivated individuals that really dedicate their time, their expertise, and their passion into what we do. And that's selfishly looking at the best interest for the industry when it comes to securing cloud computing. We have over 5,000 different people that have contributed to the research that we have. We've produced over 400 different research artifacts, and that's education for the industry, free to the public. And it's, it's, it's come at a pretty impressive price because all these people sacrifice a lot of their time and energy into what we do and we deliver it to the public for free. So that's kind of part of what we do. We're really not afraid to research anything too, John. So when topics come up within our community, we try to address them, see if, hey, is this an isolated incident or is this uh, something that everybody's experiencing? And that's how we'll start to tackle things. With all the information, as you say, that gets put out over the last 10 years, and I know, you know, uh, obviously I do a lot of research in my job and have done in the past, and um, I know in my former um, former life, you know, we're involved in the standards uh, area and always talked about, you know, creating things you know, for industry, by industry, and to to make sure that it's relevant, mm-hmm. right? I love that. So I would think that, you know, collaborating with industry 
is critical when it comes to producing, you know, valuable and relevant research. So, you know, how does that process work in, in terms of, you know, the typical ratio between SMEs uh, and industry practitioners and, of course, um, you know, CSA technical uh, people as well? We definitely try to keep things pretty organic, which means that we encourage open participation. Uh, we want those thought leaders and, and innovators to be a part of our, our, our research and our working groups. But it's not just um, so to, it's not just within the community where we actually produce all the research too. It's a, it's kind of like what you mentioned too. What's the collaboration with industry like outside of the community? And so we we try to collaborate with other industry groups, not to, to reinvent the wheel, but understand how, how other people are doing things. We look at, we say, Hey, you know what, let's see, let's, let's work with you on, if, if you're working on a piece when it comes to identifying, for example, the, the defined cloud delivery model, which NIST did, we can help build on top of that. Uh, in addition to things too, when it comes to subject matter experts and industry practitioners, we need that balance, right? We need a mix. It needs to be something that the end user needs, it needs to be a capability that providers can offer. Uh, it needs to be from SMEs who understand the technology and all these capabilities, but it also needs to be from end users who need to better understand the implementation and, and how something works. So uh, really we encourage participation across the board. We wanna see end users, we wanna see providers, we wanna see experts, and we wanna see people that, that are just there to learn, John. So if, you, if you're there to learn, about technology, you're experiencing real pain points. And that's who this guidance is for. This guidance is going to be for people who want to better use, adopt, or implement these technologies. Yeah, and of so course, the best way to being the global VP of research, um, I'm sure it's always on your mind about uh, what's going on globally. You have, you know, the ISO standards, you have... Uh, you know, you have industry standards, mm-hmm. you have government standards. Uh, I mean, just a plethora of things it's to get your arms around uh, globally. So, you know, what are some of the, I mean, how does, uh, how do you sort of, you know, try to ensure that what you're doing is sort of handshaking with everyone globally and, and making sure that it's relevant in terms of what the uh, what the issues are, or maybe or maybe it's a new thought process. Maybe it's sort of the out of the box thought mm-hmm. process. Um, you know, how does that? You know, how do you? Uh, what kind of, of of research do you do, or what sort of? Um, how do you get involved in the global community from that perspective? Yeah, I think that's pretty important too to to make sure that we're not just doing research in a vacuum or or kind of, like I said, just within isolated incidents here, but that we're working with these, you know, we, we've established these formal and informal relationships with, with STOs, with government agencies, with industry groups, we invite them to participate. And, and that's how uh, we kind of get that global feel. Now, of course, you know, technology and cloud, especially as we've been a part of this now for 10 years, it's, it's just gotten more and more complex with uh, multiple platforms being used, hundreds to thousands of SaaS applications being used. And we need to understand these things better 
And so what better way to get more participation from all these different areas, all these different groups? And that's something that we really focus hard on, is not just developing something that's going to be within a handful of people, but making sure and ensuring that we have a public peer review phase, that we have uh, other groups, industry experts that we're reaching out to, to make sure that, hey, this is something that we're, we're, we're producing. This is something that we're working on. Uh, what's your feedback? You know, what, we can, what can we do to get you more involved in what we're doing? And we work really hard at that to make sure that we do have this full consensus driven effort. Yeah, that's great. I imagine. And that's the, the feedback process is one of those things that's kind of, kind of tough to get enough people involved in. Obviously everybody and they're busy and they're busy days yeah. uh, uh, and travels that they have. Uh, it's about um, taking the time to read that and to really give some, some good solid feedback. Um, I guess, uh, you know, from that perspective, you know, what are some of the, you know, common pain points right now that you see out there in the cloud that maybe, you know, people are experiencing and, and may be yeah. interested in? Yeah, well, you know, I, I kind of touched on some of it a little bit. Just we talked about complexity and I feel like people are doing that more just because we want to, we want the, the best of breed when it comes to our, our cloud services, when it comes to services period. Right. And so that use of multiple cloud platforms and multiple different providers is pretty important or services is pretty important. But uh, I think the key thing that we're, the key pain points that we're seeing is also understanding better that shared responsibility model. Uh, it's, that's nothing new per se. Right. But there's so many more, organizations, especially smaller organizations that uh, feel like they can outsource not just their their, their services or compute capabilities now, but yeah, even yeah. their security, right? And and not to say that outsourcing security hasn't improved your what you were doing before, but uh, just having a better understanding of that, better having a better understanding of the services that you're using. And we've seen, you know, misconfiguration errors come up a lot when, they, when we talk about breaches that we've seen over the past couple of years. And, and so how do you, how do you do that internally when uh, you certainly want to adopt these cloud services that have so many new features, but how do you also make sure that you have the expertise that you know how to implement, turn things on, turn things off and use things the right way. I think that's super important. Yeah. And I, and I think, you know, <clears throat> you mentioned uh, shared responsibility, which mm -hmm. is, you know, obviously coming, we're starting to see that, um, in the star program because we're getting more and more, you know, SaaS companies coming up and say, gee, I don't even know if I fit into this. Right. Because right, this is right. about cloud service providers. And, I, and I'm always like, well, yeah, you, I mean, you are a cloud service provider. You may be using someone else's infrastructure, um, but you are providing a cloud service. It's your software. Right. And you, yeah. you have responsibilities under that perspective. And I had a previous guest, which said something was kind of intriguing uh, in that regard is, you know, uh, you know, would you go down the, would you go down the road holding hands with somebody with a contagious disease? You know, <laughs> that's, a great, that's a great analogy. I, I yeah, like it that. is. I thought that was a great analogy. And it's like, it's like, you know, so, you know, how do you know your cloud service provider, 
uh, or the person, your, your cloud service, I should say your cloud service partner is, you know, secure, uh, from that perspective. And then what are you doing, you know, uh, cause you have responsibilities as a user or as a, you know, as, you know, from a software perspective or whatever, in terms of how you're security. And so, so it, it's, it's still about comes down to transparency and trust, which is what obviously a star program is trying to, um, you know, trying to depict. Yeah. And, and that star program, it, it's so important too, just because the supply chain these days, especially in cloud is just so deep. Right. And, uh, even providers, and you mentioned a lot of these providers are also cloud customers. And so they should also care about the infrastructure that they're using and are they utilizing correctly. And so as a customer, if I'm on the you know way up the stack and I'm leveraging cloud services that are also utilizing other cloud services, absolutely. I want to know that they care about security as much as I do. So this SaaS provider should be caring about his, about their security with their infrastructure provider as much as I do. And so absolutely having a place like the star program to kind of track these transparencies and to kind of, and to see how different services that I'm using are implementing security. Absolutely. It's important to have, it's important to do. Yeah. And, 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 you know, that's the thing is, you know, uh, with the star registry being, you know, obviously it's free. I mean, number one, if you're a cloud service provider, why wouldn't you put your information there? And number two, if you're a cloud user and you're used to sending out a hundred questionnaires or what have you on a regular basis, why would you not invite them to just post their information on the registry? And then you could follow it on a regular, regular basis. You don't have to automatically analyze everything that comes in, right? You've got it right in front of you. And <clears throat> And if, if they go down the road of cloud continuous, obviously, then they're going to be able to, you may be able to see that on a monthly basis, right. if anything is, is, um, is dealt with. And, and so I think with, uh, the cloud commode, cloud control matrix version four coming out, uh, shortly, uh, I think that is also, you know, comes from a lot of the research that's been done uh, to really make sure it stays relevant Mm -hmm. and continues to evolve, you know, um, and and if listeners aren't familiar with star or the CCM, it's such a good place to start when it comes to your cloud journey, as far as establishing baseline security measures with something like the CCM, the cloud control matrix is, which is that criteria developed by CSA, for secure cloud computing. And then measuring that in the STAR program, which assesses all these, what do we have, John, over 400 different providers that actually offer their solutions on how they meet the controls and the criteria identified in the CCM. Yeah, well, well actually, we're up, we're, up, we're up over 600 now, so. Incredible, uh, it's such an incredible yeah. effort. Yeah, and and as I said, it's, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's, it's free. And I, and I always tell people as well is, you know, it's not just about being transparent, but it's about giving yourself credit for the good things you, you yeah. do. Right. Absolutely. I mean, because think about it, if you, I mean, you have budget, you have only so much budget to spend every year. Well, 
you know, what a better way to have a business case for that is to go through a self-assessment and say, you know what, we don't, we, you know, we, we do a lot of these things. We do it pretty well. And Oh, by the way, there's a few things that we need to really focus our budget on that we don't do very well. So I think, yeah, it has, um, and the price is right. Right. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) it doesn't cost anything. So, so, so I think it's, it's, yeah, like you said, it's a, it's a great place to start. Um, and, and also can help you get involved, uh, from that perspective. Maybe there's some things you're in a, you're in a service, uh, you're, you're a type of service that maybe you think that the matrix or the cake doesn't cover Mm -hmm. very well. I mean, you can get involved in those research groups that develop those things and you know try to make a case for uh you know for the uh, the, the evolution of absolutely of yeah control and that's pretty important to you to understand that a lot of these documents are established pseudo standards but these efforts are live and we're always trying to continuously improve these things but uh even back to you know back talking to the about the use of these services too i've seen the use of ccm and star uh, people tell me that it's really streamlined their process when it comes to assessing vendors and, and solution providers. And as you said, the other way around too, I've talked to solution providers who say, yeah, it's really helped us, you know, accelerate that handshake with our customers and potential customers because they see what we're doing when it comes to security and people care. And so it's really important to, to make sure we have an effort like star that really, again, helps accelerate and streamline that whole effort between providers and users. I think it's a fantastic program. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of that, so what is, what's some of the new, newest, uh, collateral that's either coming down the pipeline or in the pipeline? Yeah. Oh my gosh. We've done so many great things to this year so far. And most recently we produced the, uh, the updated top threats, to cloud computing report. That's something CSA has done on a, on a pretty regular basis. We do it every couple of years. And, and this year it's the Egregious 11. Uh, John, kind of unique to what I thought too, was every year we started, I remember going back, you know, nine years, we started at seven, went up to eight, nine, 12 threats. And this year it actually went down. And, you know, after kind of reviewing the results and, and what people seem to care about more now is actually all these threats that appear to be up the stack. Hmm. So it was these shared vulnerabilities were further down. People cared less about these kind of things, shared technology vulnerabilities, what the platforms are actually doing. And they cared more about, hey, what are some of the configurations that are happening? What are some of the, the architectures that we're using? So it was really interesting to see that even though our threats reduced, uh, what how they really evolved was that people cared about what they had more control over. And so that was our latest top threat support. It was released over at Black Hat. And I think it's a really great read just to understand, hey, what are some of the business impacts and some of the security controls that that we can implement to help relieve some of these top concerns that we're seeing in the industry. So I really like that report. And that just came out uh, less than a month ago. Okay, awesome. And those, so yeah. the research and reports, so they are where, how do we, how do we, 
how do we access that information? Yeah, it's 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 pretty simple. You go to our website at cloudsecurityalliance.org.org. We are a not-for-profit, which is why we're able to make everything free to the public. You can see the, the top threats report there. Other recent releases that we had, John, were on DevSecOps. We're really trying to explore how we are empowering developers, yet allowing them to build in security from the get-go. So I think DevSecOps, DevOps has a really important initiative for what CSA is doing right now. Uh, along with that, too, containers and microservices, you're going to see a lot of new guidance around that, implementing secure containers and building uh, secure microarchitectures in your environment. Uh, a lot of cool things we're doing. And uh, that's just a start. Go to the website and you can see a lot of things. Again, download them for free. There's a lot of different ways to participate and contribute. Yeah, and there's to our a, research. Uh, a research tab, I believe. And you can, that's also the place where you can, if you want to get involved in a working group, uh, you could sign up there as well, correct? Absolutely. And, it, and it's really simple to get involved and uh, look at our, our, our many topics that we're pursuing. We have around 30 different working groups. So what we do, John, is that we we have specific topics of interest, areas of interest, and that's how we establish a, a specific working group that'll focus on that area. And there's around 30 of them because, like I said, we're not afraid to research everything and anything. We cast a big net and hope that we get something that sticks. And like I said, over the last 10 years, we've produced 400 excellent pieces of guidance that are available to, to check out that on yeah, that website so, and and that's <clears throat> great so if anyone wants to get involved uh maybe you're reading something that you think needs to be improved maybe you maybe you see something you, you're involved in something that you don't see out there uh it's a good opportunity uh to get involved uh and and suggest something mm -hmm. that's suggest something that's that's that you feel needs to be addressed from that perspective and make a difference as well. I mean, you know, um, and I think, you know, one of the things that I've heard you, John, say in the past uh, in your presentations uh, is that, you know, try to try to solve tomorrow's problems today, right? So some of this stuff is uh, out of the box, thinking of saying hey here's here's issues that are coming down the pipe and so therefore these are the things that you need to sort of start looking at because this is what's coming in the future and it's a little more challenging obviously but i think it's 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 good path to go down because uh you can build on that as as things evolve so yeah, absolutely. And I do want to enforce kind of like what you said too. just anybody, you know, can join these efforts and you do it in different ways, right? You can, you can download and use the guidance. You can contribute as an expert or an end user. And these are, you know, John, these are, and, and you've been a part of this too, as, as authors, you can just participate in the discussions. That's what we're trying to encourage, right? It's like, uh, let's talk about these. Let's talk about things. Let's, not be quiet about security and breaches anymore. Let's really talk about what went right. Let's talk about what went wrong. And, you know, we don't want to, we want to continue to build best practices and, and, and standardize these methods, right? Because we don't want to compete with security. We want established, stronger baselines. Let's compete with 
some of these other user features and functions. Uh, let's just be secure the right way, and I think we can do it that way. And yeah, and as a, a sort of a yeah, sort of a carrot uh, for people out there as well that they may not know about is the CSA Research Fellow Program. I was honored to be one of the first CSA Research Fellows uh, during my uh, tenure at the British Standards Institution. Uh, and so when you put enough hours in or you contribute to these things, uh, you can be brought up uh, for become a CSA research fellow, which is, to me, is is a great honor. And, and I use it all the time. And, and uh, because it really, you know, it's, it's really showing, you know, your effort, what you've put into the the research you've done, how relevant that you've made these things and the con contribution that you've made to industry. And um, mm -hmm. that's just, that's just a great, great, great honor. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's another reason to get involved as well. So. Um, yeah, I like that. Yeah. We, we want to really recognize all the people I, I just mentioned. Uh, you're one of them, certainly John, uh, all the people that have dedicated their time and, and expertise and again the passions that go into you know protecting data protecting the cloud and doing what we do uh, you get some incredible individuals really smart individuals that we want to recognize and i know through that the industry recognizes them their jobs recognize these efforts and what they do and it really becomes something bigger than just being a part of a working group but i think it, i've seen it professionally i've seen it carry on with people and other jobs in the industry so yeah we encourage people to be a part of the community be a part of csa and uh you know let's help tackle some of these problems together fantastic well i i know you are extremely busy with everything you all got going on over there so appreciate you taking time out to uh to be on the show and to really uh, give us insight into into the research group and uh so yeah, good luck, and uh, hopefully oh, pleasure, you know, we'll get uh, more people jumping on board here. And uh, so, uh, so any, too. Uh, so, so anybody too. wants to get more involved, is cloudsecurityalliance.org. Have any questions? You can email us at info at cloudsecurityalliance.org, and someone will get back to you uh, shortly. So with that. I'll say thanks again, and uh, it's always you know, a pleasure having little John and Marie in my life. So, so, so keep, <laughs> so keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> thanks right, for thanks that. a lot, John. Flattery will get you everywhere. <laughs> Make it easy.